Welcome everybody to One Shot, One Quill, a tabletop podcast that is now 25 episodes old, where my co-host, Ben, and I uh, uh, explain what this podcast is. Ben, that's your job. <laughs> Good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, solid. Take one. One take, one hit wonder. This is a, this is a tabletop RPG one shot podcast where we brainstorm a one shot based off listener suggestions. We take one premise and two items. We mission match them together. And then we come up with something that hopefully you can expand on and use to make a one shot if you want to. Or if you don't, then you just derive enjoyment from listening to us bullshit for 30 minutes. And uh, uh, reading over our, our lines and our parts with immaculate precision. Ben, this week we have seven premises and six items. Yes, we do. I like how you always announce that. And I yeah, don't, you know, I, I want I want impending pressure to feel on the listener. I, don't, I want them to wonder. Oh no, are we going to run out? <laughs> I don't cut it out because I don't want to. Uh, we've got for the premise a six. A group of town guards confronts the party, demanding they present their belongings for search. In tow is a peasant who has accused the PCs of robbing him of a family heirloom. The peasant is a plant for the Thieves' Guild, using the frisk as a chance to size up the party's inventories for later theft. Hmm. Okay. Alright. Pretty insidious. Kind of front to back. We got all the all the details in there. What, what items do we have to, to maybe extrapolate? Um, for our first one, we have a five. Five, a mummy's toe that, when placed in a beverage, turns any beverage to ambrosia. For those not familiar, just just, just say liquid crack. <laughs> the drinker is then cursed, wherein any drink without the mummy's toe becomes salt water. Interesting. Thank you, Brittany. Kind of a kind of a blessing, kind of a curse, so long as you've always got the toe. Well, no, it's, you know? it's definitely a curse. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you drop that sweet mummy toe into, like, just so long as you keep it in your canteen, everything's going to taste perfect. Uh, okay, sure. No, I see only benefits from this. I don't know what could go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, say, if the thieves steal your mummy toe. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad if, you know, we had people that were good at stealing things that could just pickpocket that off you. Uh, our second one's going to be a three- Coin of sudden pit or wall. This coin has a stone brick wall carved into one side and a pit carved on the other. Once per day, a person may flip the coin onto a spot within 20 feet of them. On the spot, a wall or hole with a measurement of basically 10 cubic feet appears. Mm -hmm. So, we have a pretty easy infiltration slash getaway tool that the the, uh, uh, coin flipper can use here. The pit or wall remains for up to five minutes or until the initial flipper recalls the coin as a bonus action. Okay, so it's got like a Mjolnir effect that's just going to ping back to your hand. So so I've got an idea for this. Hit me. Uh, You start out with this thieves, the, the premise. It's the guard that essentially pulls them over, says, hey... Got a, uh, you, you did a crime, we got a frisk you. And then the thief is uh, uh, checking out the party's belongings to steal them later. I think this thief is just obvious about it. And it's very clear to the party that they've got to, you know, harass or stop or something this thief because he's otherwise going to steal all their things. Um, and maybe this is when they get the c- 
coin. I, I think that's probably when they find the coin. Um, Perfect. No, I, I'm way ahead of you. We make a sudden pit in his chest. <laughs> that was not what I was going to say. Oh, my bad. Continue. You were I thought, way I thought ahead we were of same... me on just a completely different plot where we murder th- a man with a coin. I thought we were on the same page. That's my bad. You know, it happens like you think you're you're on the net. No, forget it. You know, let's. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, we got the coin. But, but essentially they stop by either throwing the coin and murdering the thief or getting yes. him put in jail or something. And then they get on the bad side of the thieves guild. And we put a coin hole through them. No. Well, maybe later. But uh, then the thieves guild takes this toe and essentially curses all of them with the toe and they are they need to go and get the toe back from the thieves guild and that's the adventure okay i like it the only stipulation i'm gonna throw out is maybe the toe belongs to like a friend slash a a amicable quest giver in town that they're on the good side of because i don't know how i feel about starting the player off with like hey by the way um just uh, your your quest looks your your sheet looks good to go. I checked all your stats, your rolls, everything looks good. That's all legal. I'm okay with the equipment you picked out. By the way, you have a mummy toe in your canteen. That uh... <laughs> no no here's here we can base it off something that actually exists. There is an actual bar that serves a drink in real life where they put a mummified toe in it, which somehow is FDA compliant, and I don't understand that. But <laughs> because there's no laws in the Yukon, Ben. <laughs> Name one marshal who's going all the way up there. Uh, so maybe that's like a big thing that this bar or this tavern in town has, is that they serve this mummy toe drink that tastes like ambrosia, but it's just water. But and then, they've cursed everyone no, in no, town. That's, that's the thing. The tavern owner can cast Dispel Matt or, you know, Dispel Curse, to lift the curse off of people but he needs the toe to do it so he serves all the for finding the thief the tavern owner serves them all this mummy toe drink and they all drink it and then another thief in the bar just quietly lifts the toe and takes it back down to the thieves guild and so now they're all cursed and they don't have the toe or they need to get the toe back to dispel the curse and the cleric doesn't have time to prepare remove curse until tomorrow. And and man, I, they are really thirsty. I think they're coming off the end of a bar crawl. I think we just the stipulation is you need the. You it's need, a very specific kind of curse. You yeah, know, you, you need yeah, you'd to, have to dispel the item it belongs to. Yeah, have the item to be able to cast dispel curse, or else it gets worse. There's more salt added to the water if you don't do that. So the bark, this barkeep. Worst guy in town to be on his bad side. I, like, imagine being the, the ambrosia addict who has to, Andy, yeah. please. Well, maybe, I just, maybe that's what he does to drum up business. If someone's a real jerk to him, he puts the ambrosia it, toe in there. And then he takes creates, it out and he doesn't dispel it. Creates this hostile addiction, like, captive market. <laughs> He's got a million fucking junkies in his bar. Like, please, I had a job. I can't drink anything but toe water. The toe water is very expensive also. I've just realized we've created a dare campaign. <laughs> so we're in the uh, the frigid Yukon village uh, where the ambrosia toe exists. A peasant has just... Uh, fr- 
accused the party of theft. The guard digs through their shit and he's like, well, I don't see what you're talking about here. And the thief's like, well, no problem, no problem. But like, you can tell he's got a look. He just sized you up. He knows what he's going to do later. So the party knows that they're now on the hit list and they can go deal with this amateur thief uh, at their own leisure. Mm-hmm. Because maybe this guy's just bit off more than he can chew. He doesn't realize the party's going to fucking jump him in the alleyway. Um... So, once you've kind of dealt with him, you get traced back to, <clears throat> what, the Thieves Guild? Where where maybe maybe when you shake this guy down, like, the best thing he's got... Okay, maybe you deal with the Thief, and if you can subdue him, not only do you get the, the intel on where the Thieves Guild operates out of, but you can shake him down for his magic item, which is the coin mm. of Sudden Pit or Wall. Yeah. Which I think would make for a good chase encounter. Like, if, if we're going to script a chase with this Thief, try and catch him... Uh, somewhere in the market, like maybe he's throwing the throwing this to like breeze through an obstacle, but you mm. have to get around it the the regular way. Or if there's like a cart, he could like throw it under the cart and cause the cart to tip over after he's passed it. Perfect. There's a ton Love of things it. you could do with this thing in a chase scene. Absolutely. No, it's a it's a great item. And so once the party has that, maybe that's a useful means of entering. A hidden base. I, I think or that's something? the only way of entering the Thieves Guild. Yeah, is they've got like a, a little Thieves Camp markings on the wall or the floor or something. It's like that's where you've got to flip the coin. Mm hmm. Okay, so once you get into the actual Thieves Den, what do we think? Like they've they've heisted the Mummy Toe, I'm guessing, which is uh, which has been a conflict from what the beginning of the session or like. Uh, midway through the session I mean or? I think that's kind of the inciting incident well I guess the inciting incident is the uh the thief but it's kind of the you know end of act one I guess if you want to do act structure the beginning is dealing with the thief and the uh who's trying to lift stuff off of you and then the actual crux of it is this toe getting stolen Ooh, maybe even when you're celebrating that night for drinks, mm-hmm. that's the night that the uh, uh, the ambrosia toe gets stolen after everyone just did shots. Yeah, I, I think that's how you do it. Okay, all right. So that's the mid act turning point. Now, when you go attack the thieves guild and you got to go heist the toe back slash blow their whole operation, what what do we have in mind for that? Because I'm thinking, obviously, infiltration op could be fun. Mm-hmm. You could like disguise yourself. You could just try and raw sneak your way through, blowing out candles and shit to, like, hide in the dark. Um, the the Thieves what? Guild obviously has a bunch of traps. That's just a given. And I, Of course. I think, importantly, you don't necessarily know where the toe is. You've got to get this toe back, and you know it's in the guild. But I assume this is, like, some sprawling complex that has traps and vaults and stuff all over the place. So you've got to first figure out who even stole the toe, and then after that, figure out where the toe is being held. Yeah, yeah, which I'm thinking... I'm thinking they're all doing shots off of it. Like, either either the whole Thieves Guild is passing it around and having fun with it, or the boss. The boss is exclusively sipping from it with his big, uh, big gulp. His ye olde big gulp. <laughs> Or how about this? Um, maybe the one that stole it is using it to also blackmail the thieves. Oh. So oh. so he's so this guy's like trying to extort his way up to the top of the mm-hmm. thieves guild. Maybe Ooh. maybe he is the boss now. Maybe it just happened that quickly. 
Because he gave the boss some toe uh-huh. water, some toe ambro, some toe brosia, and now he's uh, uh, on the brink of dehydration from drinking all this salt water that's lying around. I love it. Okay, that could be good. That could be good. Um, what are some any 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 things you would find in a, in a thieves guild hideout before we're kind of putting a neat bow on this? Just some oddities, some uh, exquisite things. Um, a I'm thinking exotic pets for one thing. A flagon with gems, but all of the gems are fake. Did you say, okay? So you said gems. I'm guessing, and not gems. No, people named Jim. <laughs> okay, there's a bunch of false gems in there. Some pseudo gems. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, I was I was hoping that like a live studio audience would burst into my apartment for pseudo gems. <laughs> that that felt really that felt good. That oh, felt good wait. to me. There they are. Yeah, twenty five. Our sound effects are on point. <laughs> um, I. I think one of the things you have to add is some sort of like dangerous obstacle course over a pit of lava. And at the end of the obstacle course, there's a big pile of treasure. Okay, sure. Just (laughs) what's that one for, if I might ask? Oh, it's just it's where they keep their treasure, but uh, they're all thieves. So they obviously just do backflips over the obstacle course. But you're not experienced (laughs) thieves. I thought it was like they just don't trust each other, and so they keep all of the big treasure in a pile that you couldn't carry out in one hall because you have to tiptoe across a rope over bridge. That's and also I, it. Um, okay. All right. All right. This is a regular, uh, in case I didn't make it clear before, exotic pets. I'm thinking like a pet basilisk or like a, even a pet beholder or some shit. Who knows? Um but what about, uh, what about, what about, what about, what about a uh, pile of counterfeit coins? Mm. Like maybe the party wants to try and scoop some uh, gold pieces, but they are coppers that have been painted gold. That's fun. Uh, um, what about like a coin that you can recall? I don't, ooh. I don't think that's used enough is like a, the recall. I thing. thought you were riffing. <laughs> No. I thought you were riffing because that's the magic item we got this week, but you mean like an actual piece of currency, like a platinum, that you can just call yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one singular gold piece, but you can say a magic word and it recalls it to you. So Now, here's, here's, my, here's my quandary. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of items I'm sure you can buy off the basic, cheap, standard list of adventuring gear for one gold piece. But more often than not, a D&D character is only using a gold coin to tip <laughs> someone who might be poor or just did a good deed. And so the only use I can think of for a recalling gold piece is just to donate charity and then take it back uh, a minute later. Spencer, you're forgetting all the vending machines. Oh, yes, all the vending machines. <laughs> fantasy japan you can put that gold coin in there and get yourself a mountain dew and then recall (laughs) the gold coin to yourself talking about mountain dew baby okay okay you can trick the old dagger vending machine get a couple free (laughs) daggers perfect have you thrown your daggers recently well come on down to the (laughs) dagger vending machine the, the the vending machine throws them at you too, um, so so watch. You do have to watch out for that one. Uh, why is Ladies and gentlemen, vending machine not on the items list. The only it's it's going on there now. <laughs> the only thing that is missing now is a title. And I'm thinking 
Um, I'm thinking head, heads or tails, the case of the missing toe. That's that's a good one. Can I uh, can I suggest? I wish you would, because I hate it. Can I suggest tear as in T A R E, which is toe abuse resistance education? <sighs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah, we can. We can. <laughs> Episode twenty-five. It's tear the tear program. T. I won't drink toes. A won't have an attitude. R, R I will respect myself. E I will I will educate thee now. <clears throat> I Welcome do not everybody. Know if any of that was real dare propaganda you just found. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I remember that song loud and clear mm-hmm. every time I uh, smoke crack. The only thing I remember from Dare is they gave us a little coupon book. Um to places that all because it was like 2008 when i did it all closed within a couple months <laughs> yeah all local businesses uh bless them for it but we bankrupted those businesses because we gave every kid a free medium fountain drink <laughs> we also uh, uh, the dare card at least in in the the county of missouri we grew up in uh your dare card the little laminated dare card uh, was good for a free small drink at Mac- any McDonald's, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I do not know if that was nationwide, and if it was, uh, frankly, I, I don't know. The Ronald McDonald House may have been keeping them afloat. They may have been pulling from the change drawer just to just to subsidize the massive hit that their beverage economy took. Thank you all for checking out another episode of One Shot, One Quill, our very special 25th. Yeah. Um, we thoroughly enjoy... This has snowballed into being a hell of a lot of fun. Um, thank you for everyone that has listened so far. We want you guys... Uh, now is the time. Please submit some some suggestions if you want to. You can do that at Pod on Twitter. Um, ben, is there anybody you want to thank in particular? Anybody that may have already rated and reviewed us? <laughs> what is that's not i went off the rails we do i went off the rails i fucked it up yeah i'd like to thank myself for rating and reviewing us when we initially launched what a dark shameful secret you've admitted uh i would like to thank morgan the bard uh he wrote our theme song alatavera del Gulier, and we appreciate that every day that he's no longer with us Leave a flower at his tombstone. Uh, be the Poe toaster for Alatavero del Gulier's composer, Morgan the Bard. Spencer. I almost called that his name. <laughs> Morgan the that Bard composer, Alatavero del Gulier. Hey, I don't speak Italian. That's That sounds like an Italian name to me. <laughs> Spencer, you know, this is our 25th episode, so I thought maybe we should do something special. Oh, you got me the 25th anniversary gift. Was it silver? Yeah, it's silver. Probably. Um, and now I've got to do two different things, depending on whether I have the one shot out. Huh? Oh, no. Oh, no. I've got to record this two different times, depending on whether or not I've got this finished. Okay. Okay. Let's do take one. Spencer, I don't know about you, but, uh, one of the things I've always wanted to do when doing this show is to have an actual producible one shot for someone oh no that's awesome i just really thought you were gonna say what i was gonna say which was put a 10 cubic foot hole through somebody i just i'm sorry i got something on the brain today (laughs) i'm sorry it's gotta stop you have a problem it's gonna be the last time i promise we're we're changing this episode's name to 10 foot hole resistance program spencer just for you (laughs) 
Ben, you did you are you are you telling me that you are making one of these one shots a reality? Yeah, Spencer. Uh, our third episode with uh, Jack was Haggle Rock Sour Sixteen, uh, the now prequel to our last episode. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I thought that was such a special episode to you and me that uh, it really was. It really it was the first time my friend suggested infanticide on a recording. <laughs> Uh, I I thought, you know, maybe we should just make that one a reality. So, um, I'm announcing, it's not done yet, but it, I'm hoping it'll be done this week. Uh, <laughs> it'll be done either this week or next week. Go and follow us on Twitter, um, and you we will release a free, we're not charging for it, that's important, uh, a free little one-shot guide for Haggle Rock Sour 16, along with a little map. Of the hag lair. Ooh, very nice, very nice. Ben, I simply can't wait to see the finished product. Um, as I will have, uh, pro- I, I mean, may, can I? Could mm-hmm. I like? Could, could I get like a like a co-author credit? Like, do I get at least like a line on it or something? Yeah, or? you get one line that says, "I." Oh, thank- this guy also helped, but kind of. Oh, so it's like it's written. It's like it's like written for me. Okay, thank thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's our little special 25th anniversary celebration. And maybe there will be something else at some point, but I don't have anything right now. <laughs> I can't think of any better way to ring in 25 years of one shot, one quill. 25 whole years. We've released one episode a year. And 25 more. You know what they say about 25, Ben? That we're both it? <laughs> we're both it. You, me, one shot, one quill finally have something in common. And it's not an abundance <laughs> of monsters and numbers and dice in our day-to-day lives. Mm. Welcome, everybody, to One Shot, One Quill, a 25 episode... Fucking train! <laughs> the fucking train outside! God damn it! I thought about it, and now it's tooting. Shh, okay, hang on. God damn it.